Hello, Chinese friends. Welcome to Spiritual Waimai. 欢迎来到属灵外卖 Delivering the spiritual food to you when you can't get out. 当你无法外出的时候，我们为你速递属天灵粮 This Spiritual Waimai article is a part of the series entitled "You're God's Masterpiece: The Genesis Notes." 本期属灵外卖来自特别系列。你是神的杰作，创世纪手记。Studying the book of Genesis to discover direction and hope for your awesome life. 通过研读创世纪，并联系新约的思想，为您的美好生活提供指引和亮光。Genesis chapter forty-three, back to Egypt. Hard times. Starting chapter forty-three, we see the famine is still severe. Simeon is still in jail, and Jacob still will not send Benjamin to Egypt. They have eaten all of the food. They're going to starve if they do not get food. They are still in a trial. No Benjamin equals no food. Jacob, his sons, and his grandchildren are all in a famine. They will starve. Can they get more food in Egypt? Yes, but only if Jacob allows Benjamin, his youngest son, to go. Will he allow this? Genesis chapter forty-three, verses one to five. Now the famine was still severe in the land, so when they had eaten all the grain they had brought from Egypt, their father said to them, "Go back and buy us a little more food." But Judah said to him, "The man warned us solemnly: you will not see my face again unless your brother is with you. If you will send our brother along with us, we will go down and buy food for you." But if you will not send him, we will not go down, because the man said to us, "You will not see my face again unless your brother is with you." Jacob has lost his favorite son Joseph. Benjamin is Joseph's brother. Do you remember who is the mother of Joseph and Benjamin? Rachel, the favorite wife of Jacob, the one he loved. Rachel is also the one who stole her father's idols, and died an early death. But to Jacob, these two boys, Joseph and Benjamin, are the favorite ones. Not willing to give up Benjamin, Jacob is not willing to let go of his dearest possession, Benjamin. Even if it means Simeon stays in jail, even if it means no food, he is not willing to let Benjamin go. So when it comes to needing more food, Jacob ignores the problem. He pretends there is no problem. He just casually tells his sons, "Go back and buy us a little more food." Is it possible? No, it is not. Jacob is in denial, escaping the conflict. Sometimes we do this. There's a conflict, a problem, an issue, and we don't want to deal with the issue, so we ignore it. We escape it, which works for a while, but in the end, you will have to face the issue. Jacob cannot ignore this one forever. If he did, they would all starve. Judah speaks the truth. Judah now speaks up. We are going to hear more and more from Judah. We should keep our eyes on him. You know who he is, right? He is the great, 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 great grandfather of Jesus Christ. Finally, someone in the terrible situation is willing to speak the truth, point out the problem, and stop ignoring. 
Judah is the one who addresses Jacob's denial. He reminds Jacob of the whole story. Attacking Others After Judah reminds Jacob of the entire situation, Jacob responds by saying, Why did you bring this trouble on me by telling the man you had another brother? Jacob went from ignoring the problem to accusing and pointing his finger at Judah and his brothers. Why did you bring this trouble on me? Genesis chapter 43 verses 6 to 7. Israel asked, Why did you bring this trouble on me by telling the man you had another brother? They replied, The man questioned us closely about ourselves and our family. Is your father still living? He asked us. Do you have another brother? We simply answered his questions. How are we to know, he would say, bring your brother down here. Everyone deals with conflict differently. Some people try to run away from problems. They escape, ignore, walk away. Others do the opposite. They attack. They accuse, blame, and get angry. Jacob has now done both of these things. He started by ignoring the problem. Now he is blaming his sons. The sons respond to their father by defending their innocence. After they explain the situation to their father again, finally someone starts to move towards a solution. When it comes to handling conflict, how do you deal with it? Do you tend to run away from problems, escaping, ignoring, or walking away? Or do you choose to attack others, accuse, blame, or get angry? The Solution If we are to resolve conflicts, we have to move towards solutions, and sometimes that means apologizing, making a sacrifice, taking responsibility, or taking a risk. Judah does this. Judah sees Benjamin must go to Egypt, otherwise the entire family would starve to death. So Judah takes the responsibility for Benjamin. If anything happens to Benjamin, Judah is willing to take the blame. Genesis chapter 43, verses 8 to 14. Then Judah said to Israel, his father, Send the boy along with me, and we will go at once, so that we and you and our children may live and not die. I myself will guarantee his safety. You can hold me personally responsible for him. If I do not bring him back to you and set him here before you, I will bear the blame before you all my life. As it is, if we had not delayed, we could have gone and returned twice. Then their father Israel said to them, If it must be, then do this. Put some of the best products of the land in your bags and take them down to the man as a gift. A little balm and a little honey, some spices and myrrh, some pistachio nuts and almonds. Take double the amount of silver with you, for you must return the silver that was put back into the mouths of your sacks. Perhaps it was a mistake. Take your brother also and go back to the man at once. And may God Almighty grant you mercy before the man so that he will let your other brother and Benjamin come back with you. As for me, if I am bereaved, I am bereaved. Jacob also finally faces the problem. He adds to the solution. He gathers some gifts to take, some things to help build the relationship. Jacob also makes a sacrifice. He says, if I am bereaved, I am bereaved. Giving up that one thing. When Jacob said, if I am bereaved, I am bereaved, Jacob meant 
he was willing to lose his precious son. Bereavement is something felt when someone dies. It is mourning the loss of a loved one. Jacob is finally doing the one thing which has to be done. He is letting go of Benjamin. Before this moment, the family was stuck. Jacob was holding on to the the thing, the person he loved most dearly, and would not let it go. But as he did this, he hurt the rest of the family. They could not move forward. He could not move forward with God's plan. What are you holding on to? Sometimes we hold on to something we think is so dear, something or someone we imagine never living without. We have no idea holding on to the one thing is really holding us back. It could be many things. Giving up a position in life, a job, or the place you live. I once gave up the best job I ever had and the most beautiful place to live. I had a great job at one of the happiest and most beautiful places on earth, a camp with amazing, creative, funny, loving people. It was hard to leave and even harder because the two years after I left, I did not have a good job or place to live. But because I gave up this dream life, I eventually moved to China. And to me, I am living a dream life in China. Giving up friendship or romantic relationship. I've also given up relationships in my life, which were hard to give up. I've given up both friendships and romantic relationships because I knew they were not relationships leading me in God's path for my life. Giving up a dream or expectation. How about giving up a dream? Can you imagine if your dream was leading you away from God's dream for you? Or maybe you have an expectation of what kind of job you should have, how much money you should make, what kind of man or woman you should marry, and those expectations are not God's plan for you. What if you have to give up your dreams? This does not seem very trendy. We are never supposed to give up on our dreams. But what if you're dreaming the wrong dream? Have you ever had to give something up in order to follow God's path for your life? Is there anything God might be calling you to give up now so you can move forward with His best plan for you? Giving things up is really hard. But this is what Jesus meant when He said we are to give up our lives for Him. Matthew chapter 10, verses 38 to 39. Whoever does not take up their cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds their life will lose it, and whoever loses their life for my sake will find it. Sometimes we hold on to something so tightly, like Benjamin. We lose our life. Jacob was about to do that, but fortunately, he finally realized he had to give up Benjamin. When Jacob said, if I am bereaved, I am bereaved, he meant If I have to lose my child, Benjamin, so be it. He let Benjamin go. And the result was the whole family could now live. Finally, moving forward. The story immediately shoots forward. The brothers take everything in a hurry to Egypt. Things move very fast now. You might find once you're able to give something up, everything moves forward at a fast pace. Genesis chapter 43, verses 15 to 28. 
So the men took the gifts and double the amount of silver and Benjamin also. They hurried down to Egypt and presented themselves to Joseph. When Joseph saw Benjamin with them, he said to the steward of his house, Take these men to my house, slaughter an animal, and prepare a meal. They are to eat with me at noon. The man did as Joseph told him and took the men to Joseph's house. Now the men were frightened when they were taken to his house. They thought, we were brought here because of the silver that was put back into our sacks the first time. He wants to attack us and overpower us and seize us as slaves and take our donkeys. So they went up to Joseph's steward and spoke to him at the entrance to the house. We beg your pardon, our Lord, they said. We came down here the first time to buy food, but at the place where we stopped for the night, we opened our sacks and each of us found his silver, the exact weight, in the mouth of his sack. So we have brought it back with us. We've also brought additional silver with us to buy food. We don't know who put the silver in our sacks. It's all right, he said. Don't be afraid. Your God, the God of your father, has given you treasure in your sacks. I received your silver. Then he brought Simeon out to them. The steward took the men into Joseph's house, gave them water to wash their feet, and provided fodder for their donkeys. They prepared their gifts for Joseph's arrival at noon because they had heard that they were to eat there. When Joseph came home, they presented to him the gifts they had brought into the house. They bowed down before him to the ground. He asked them how they were, and then he said, How is your aged father you told me about? Is he still living? They replied, Your servant, our father, is still alive and well. And they bowed down, prostrating themselves before him. Arriving in Egypt When they get to Egypt, they have to face Joseph and deal with the conflict. Their first plan to handle the big mess is to make friends with the steward. He assures them everything is going to be okay. They are then surprised to find themselves invited to Joseph's house. Upon meeting Joseph face to face, they present their gifts. Then what do they do? They bow down two times, not just once, but twice. The dream came true. Finally, after all these years, 30 years after the dreams God gave Joseph, they come true, but not in the way Joseph had imagined. When Joseph had the dreams of his brothers bowing before him, he was a proud teenager. He maybe looked forward to the day he was lifted up higher than them, but that was immature pride. Joseph is older now. He has suffered. His brothers have suffered. When they bow down before him, Joseph is moved. When they bow down, he was thinking of his father, Jacob and his brother Benjamin. He wanted to know how his father was, and when he saw Benjamin, he wept. He had such a strong reaction, he had to leave the room. Genesis chapter 43, verses 29 to 34. As he looked about and saw his brother Benjamin, his own mother's son, he asked, Is this your youngest brother, the one you told me about? And he said, God, be gracious to you, my son. Deeply moved at the sight of his brother, Joseph hurried out and looked for a place to weep. He went into his private room and wept there. After he had washed his face, he came out and controlling himself, said, Serve the food. They served him by himself, the brothers by themselves, and the Egyptians who ate with him by themselves, because Egyptians could not eat with Hebrews, for that is detestable to Egyptians. 
The men had been seated before him in the order of their ages, from the firstborn to the youngest, and they looked at each other in astonishment. When portions were served to them from Joseph's table, Benjamin's portion was five times as much as anyone else's. So they feasted and drank freely with him. A feast and a famine. When he returned to the room, they ate. Not just a normal meal, but a feast. And Benjamin enjoyed five times as much food as his brothers. What would Jacob have thought? Jacob thought he was giving up his son Benjamin to die in Egypt. But in reality, Benjamin was feasting in the face of a famine. Feasting on the finest food in a beautiful home with Joseph, the son Jacob thought he had lost. Think of it. Jacob thought he had given up his two sons as dead. Little did he know they were both alive and they were feasting together. God's ways are higher than our ways. Things aren't always as we think they will be. God's ways are higher than our ways. Joseph had a dream as a teenager and he thought he was going to enjoy being greater than his brothers. But it was not that way. He did not enjoy it, but he wept as it happened. Jacob, on the other hand, thought he had lost both of his sons, but actually they were alive and feasting. Do not hold on to your own life and try to steer yourself. Lose your life. Give it up to God. His ways are greater than your ways. You might think you were letting go of something which will kill you to give up. And in the end, you will find you are eating a feast with Jesus. Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. Trust the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your paths straight. Thanks for having some spiritual limei with us. We hope that you liked it and that it fed your soul. And we hope you come back for some more. We love ya. 我们爱你哦。